the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. British Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson says he has evidence that Russia has been stockpiling a nerve agent in violation of international law. The Russian state uh, has been engaged in uh, investigating the delivery of, of such agents, Novichok agents, for the purposes, very likely for the purposes of assassination, and that they have been producing and stockpiling uh, Novichok, contrary to what uh, they have been saying within the last 10 years. Meanwhile, an exit poll and early returns suggests that Vladimir Putin has easily won a fourth term, keeping him as Russia's president for, uh, president for six more years. The nationwide poll conducted by the All-Russia Opinion Research Center showed that Putin won 73.9% of Sunday's presidential vote. More details at srnnews.com. And we have overtime. The count is 51 seats for the Republicans, 47 for the Dems. When the game is on the line, you need a solid strategy on the court. The same goes for the midterm elections. When just two seats could break majority, every seat counts. Join us for Overtime with Mike Gallagher and Hugh Hewitt, April 29th at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka, as they provide strategy for the midterm elections. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. You're listening to AM1280 The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Right, next is Brad Carlson, the closer, so don't go anywhere. First, we'll give you a quick weather update. High of 43 degrees and mostly cloudy skies for today. 42 and cloudy for Monday. High of 35, and unfortunately, snow seems like it's coming back on Tuesday. 40 degrees and cloudy on Wednesday, and then 44 and sunny skies on Thursday. We'll have to wait for Thursday for the sun to come back. Stay tuned for Brad Carlson, the closer, right here on AM1280 The Patriot. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, I'm twelve eighty, the Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the show today. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to send us a text message, you can do that as well. That number is 651-243-0390. Or you can weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning into the broadcast. I was listening to the uh, to the SRN news just before the broadcast started. It said Vladimir Putin was reelected uh, for another six-year term as a uh, Russia's president with 73.9% of the vote. Uh, What happened to the other 26.1%? That's, uh, I I have a feeling they're going to be getting a knock on the door uh, in the next couple of days. Just a, just a, just a hint, I guess. But uh, anyhow, I digress. Want to, we've got a lot to pack into this hour as we normally do. It's only a one hour show. So there's always a lot to talk about. Always a lot to get to. And the first issue right out of the chute is uh, failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. Love saying that, by the way. Failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. Uh, Two-time failure, actually. She didn't get her party's nominee in 2008 and lost to Donald Trump in 2016 when Hillary actually had the DNC uh, rig the uh, primary process for her. And she... 
inexplicably lost to Donald Trump in the 2016 election. That's old news. I get all that. And she can't stop going over as to the reasons why she lost. And she's come up with every excuse in the book with the exception of one excuse she hasn't covered, and that is Hillary Clinton was a terrible candidate. That's the only explanation you need. What 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 is Occam's razor? The simplest explanation is the most likely. Something along those lines. Yeah. And there, there's no getting around that. If you lose to Donald Trump in a presidential election, you're a terrible candidate. There there's no getting around that. And people are pretty much have had their fill of Hillary Clinton whining and complaining, and she's irrelevant, pretty much, in in politics today. No one really cares about what Hillary Clinton has to say about anything. They don't care to hear her whining anymore. In fact, they care so little about her whining that she decided, well, if no one's going to listen to me in America, I'll take my whining over to India. And that's exactly what she did this past week uh, where Hillary Clinton spoke at the India Today conclave in Mumbai, India. And again, that was over uh, last weekend. And there were some interesting sound clips uh, that came out of these uh, I'm going to play the first clip. It's about a couple of minutes long. Uh, Brandon, I may interrupt. Uh, I may stop at uh, a time or two to opine on a couple of different things. But uh, the uh, it, this event was hosted by India Today editor Arun Puri. And uh, he asked Hillary Clinton the first question, which kind of set her off as to why she lost. Clip number one, Brandon, go. Looking at the details of the American election is how... Almost 52% of white women voted for him, in spite of the Billy Bush tape and so forth. Uh, How do you explain that? Well, I I should start by explaining that um, Democrats, uh, going back to my husband and even before, but just in recent times, going back to Bill and and, uh, our candidates and then President Obama, have been losing the white vote, including white women. Uh, we do not do well with white men, and we don't do well with married white women. Um, and part of that is a, an identification with the Republican Party uh, and a, uh, a, a sort of ongoing pressure uh, to uh, vote the way that your husband, your boss, uh, your son, whoever, uh, believes right you there. should. Okay, so basically Hillary is saying 52% of white women who voted for Trump, well, they're subservience. They're doormats. They, can't, they don't have the temerity the, or the ability to stand up for themselves. So they're just being run roughshod over by what, husband, boss, son, or bullying them into, into uh, voting for Republican, in this case, Donald Trump. Continue. And what happened in my election is I was on the way to winning um, white women, until <clears throat> former director of the FBI, Jim Comey, dropped that uh, very ill-advised letter on October the 28th. Stop right my- there. Stop right there. Ill-advised letter on October 28th saying he was reopening the investigation into her illegal email server. Now, remember the previous July, Inspector Comey, or FBI Director Comey, I should say, FBI Director Comey came out and said, look, if someone of lesser stature would commit had committed a similar uh, offense as Hillary Clinton. That's not to say they would have gotten off scot-free, but we're choosing not to recommend charges for uh, then-Democrat presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. Notice how Hillary never acknowledges, you know, she blames Director Comey for reopening the email investigation. Um, why was there an investigation in the first place? Because you took a server and started your own private email address where sensitive information was conveyed over that email address, and in that server, it was susceptible to a hack. As a matter of fact, there were attempts to hack that server. And that was gross negligence, which, by the very definition, is punishable by law, regardless of intent. But that is never brought up as to why she lost. The investigation... Why was there an investigation in the first place? Because of your illegal activity. Period. End of story. But no, Director Comey, Director Comey reopening the investigation resulted in a bunch of white women who were going to vote for her but decided to get back to their subservient doormat role to their husbands. Go. 
numbers just went down because all and I heard a lot of anecdotal evidence about this. People have written about it. Yep. All of a sudden, you know, white women who were going to vote for me and frankly standing up to the men in their lives and the men in their workplaces uh, were being told she's going to jail. Anecdotal. Remember. You know, you don't want to vote for her. You know, it's going to be terrible. You can't vote for that. So terrible it candidate. just it stopped my momentum and it decreased my vote uh, enough because I was I was ahead. I was winning and. I thought I had fought my way back in the 10 days from that letter until uh, the election. I fell a little bit short. And so I think that it, it was part of a historical trend that I was bucking, and then it collapsed on me. Okay. So she still can't acknowledge that it was her own ineptitude, her own lack of messaging, her own unlikability that cost her the election. I mean, for goodness sakes, she's been married to her husband for how many years? 40-plus years? Bill Clinton was a—say what you want about Bill Clinton. He was a master politician. Okay, he was governor of Arkansas, all right? He knew how to speak to the uh, to white working class. He may have been a little too suave with the women, but <coughs> that's another story entirely. All right, so uh, here is Hillary's Basket of Deplorables moment 2.0. Clip number two, go. If you look at the map of the United States, there's all that red in the middle where Trump won. I win the coasts, I win, you know, Illinois and Minnesota, places like that. But what the map doesn't show you is that I won the places that represent two-thirds of America's gross domestic product. So what? So I won the places that are optimistic, diverse, dynamic, moving forward, and his whole campaign, Make America Great Again, was looking backwards. You know, you didn't like black people getting rights. You don't like women, you know, getting jobs. You don't want to, you know, see that Indian American succeeding more than you are. Whatever your problem is, I'm going to solve it. Sorry, I was banging my head on the table here. That, that's just stunning. Honest to God, that's just how insufferably arrogant can you be? First of all, the the places she won represents two-thirds of the gross domestic product. So what? So what? What, what, what? What is she trying to say? That somehow the voters in those areas have a bigger voice that we should allocate? Uh, we should Their vote should be weighted based on where their vote cast from where they're casting their vote. And by the way, this is where gross domestic product in terms of what's being produced. It doesn't say anything about the affluence of the actual citizens that are casting the votes. Because if you do a survey and Ben Shapiro pointed this out in his podcast this past week, uh, the income or the wealth of the voters who cast votes for Trump was on par with those who cast votes for Clinton. So did Trump win a lot of the white working class? Yeah, of course he did. They aren't, they aren't in the upper income bracket. But in terms of, of wealth and income, Trump had plenty of those high income earners as well. And this and I know she was in India, so she was just pandering the crowd. But she did you notice how she specifically pointed out Indian Americans? Well, these, these backward-looking voters didn't want black people to have rights or Indian American Indian Americans to do better than them. Uh, probably one of the most prominent Indian Americans in politics today is Nikki Haley, ambassador to the U.N., okay, who was governor of South Carolina, one of the states Trump won. Bobby Jindal, Indian American, I believe served two terms as governor of Louisiana, another state that Trump won. So this this idea that Republicans are somehow anti-Indian American is is, is ludicrous, and in this, and here's just a couple of days before this, the Washington Post came out with a story. Four, they estimated four and a half million voters who voted for Barack Obama in 2012 stayed home. Okay, including, and of those four and a half million, about a third comprised of black voters. So you're talking about 1.5 billion black voters who stayed home. The large, typically black voters, the Democrat typically gets 90 plus percent of the black voters. In the case of Barack Obama, it was in the upper 90s, 96, 97 percent in his two election victories. So what does that tell you? 
These black voters didn't, if, if they felt like their rights were going to be taken away by a Trump presidency, don't you think that would have motivated to come on out and vote for Hillary Clinton? But they didn't. Why? Because she didn't appeal to them. She didn't have any kind of message to appeal to them other than Trump is a horrible candidate. Listen to the things Trump has said about women. Look at the look at some of his practices as a businessman and how he's alienated people of race, which, again, a lot of anecdotal evidence. But she didn't didn't appeal to any of these people. And then the Washington Post came out came out and tried to come to Hillary's rescue with a story. Well, like it or not, studies suggest that Clinton may not be wrong on white women voting like their husbands. Yeah, that's true, but her assertion is that these women are doormats. They're being told what to do by their husbands, where the husbands kind of smack their hands with the whooping stick and say, you better, you know how you better vote this upcoming election, otherwise, oh, you're, you're going to have some trouble when you get home. That was her basic implication. And yeah, of course, a lot of white women vote like their husbands, but that's just marriage in general. Typically, you find someone of a similar value system. I mean, if, you, if you're someone who believes in less government, someone who believes in, in fiscal responsibility, granted the Republicans haven't exercised that lately, but <clears throat> I digress. If you're, if you're someone who's a, a, of uh, the pro-life mindset, yeah, you're gonna gra- if you're going to marry someone, you're going to gravitate towards someone who has those same values. So, of course, you're going to vote the same. But again, the Washington Post, that's one big straw man. Yeah. Study suggests that Clinton may not be wrong on white women voting like their husbands. Yeah, that's true because that but you could say that about marriage in general because again, people will seek each other out who have similar values. That that's just a fact. So for Hillary continuing to go on and on and on and rehashing why she lost the election, it could be because uh white women were subservient to their husbands or maybe because Hillary was a horrible candidate or it was the lesser of two evils. As someone once famously said in Senate testimony, what difference at this point does it make? 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can text your comments or questions at 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Search for peace of mind. Hey, Twin Cities, Dennis Prager here. If you've been to an AM 1280 The Patriot event or to their station, then you've seen the expert work of Action Plus Sign. This local business of over 25 years specializes in vehicle graphics and wraps, storefront and lighted signs, which you can even convert to new LED and more. When it comes down to it, the folks at Action Plus are less talk and more action. They exemplify true Patriot grit. Visit them online to check out a list of all their services at actionplussign.com. And we have overtime. The count is 51 seats for the Republicans, 47 for the Dems. When the game is on the line, you need a solid strategy on the court. The same goes for the midterm elections. When just two seats could break majority, every seat counts. Join us for overtime with Mike Gallagher and Hugh Hewitt, April 29th at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka, as they provide strategy for the midterm elections. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing. 
but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Sheraton St. Paul Woodbury, April 13th and 14th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723 or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Where do we go from here? Now that all of the children are grown. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, back with another segment on the broadcast we like to call the closer. Here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show, hashtag NarnShow. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. i got about 10 minutes left in this segment. I did want to address the uh, national walkout of thousands of high school students across the country walked out of class this past Wednesday in protest of gun violence and also in hopes of uh, influencing legislation for stricter gun control. And I'll read a uh, excerpt from, uh, ah, now my internet froze, sorry about that, folks. An excerpt from CNN.com. There we go. Thousands of students across the U.S. walked out of class Wednesday to demand stricter gun laws in a historic show of political solidarity that was part tribute and part protest. From Maine to California, the 17-minute walkout, one minute for each of the 17 people killed at Florida's Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School one month ago, began around 10 a.m. in each time zone. Some participants read the names of each victim. Others stood in silence around empty set. Or sat in silence around sets of empty chairs. At Grenada Hills Charter High School in Los Angeles, students lay down on a football field to spell out the walkout's rallying cry, enough. And, you know, I can't be critical of these students who walked out of class. I mean, obviously seeing young people your age gunned down senselessly at Stoneman, Stoneman Douglas High School that happened four and a half weeks ago, it's it, it shakes you to your core because basically their, their, their innocence is lost to think, you know, someone my age died at the hands of senseless gun violence. And I understand that. And I, and I can't even get mad uh, at the kids. But someone shared a uh, Facebook post. Uh, I don't know who Joseph Dobrian is, but it was a Facebook post that kind of got shared and, I, and I'll read from it. Uh, this school walkout thing is giving me serious 1984 vibes. Schools are sanctioning it, sanctioning it so it isn't actually a walkout. It's actually students conforming to the government authority by speaking a government-approved opinion in a government-approved venue. And that opinion is that they should have their own rights, i.e. Second Amendment rights, taken away by the government whose opinion they are expressing. You have students marching with the sanction of the state to demand less freedom from the state, and everyone is pretending that they're doing so is somehow brave and rebellious. If my kids weren't already homeschooled, this would probably tip the balance. And again, this was a Facebook post put out by Joseph Dobry, and he was quoting someone apparently by the name of Josh Hugo. I don't know who any of these these people are. It doesn't matter, but it's spot on. It's spot on. And again, I'm not arguing whether these kids are sincere or not, or whether they're heartfelt or not. Not arguing that in the least. But what is this really accomplishing? Because when, when, when you allow government in to intrude on rights, not only are you never getting those back, but it's the old uh, corollary of uh, give, me an, you know, give them an inch and they'll take a mile, Right? And this idea that they're walking out, this is a 
basically schools are sanctioning it, so it isn't actually a walkout. It's actually students conforming to the government authority by speaking a government-approved opinion in a government-approved venue. Case in point, New Prague High School student. This was from SW News Media. A New Prague High School student was escorted off the property during a walkout. A student holding a sign that said, guns don't kill people, people kill people, as part of the national walkout to protest gun violence, was escorted off school property by Principal Lonnie Seifert Wednesday morning at New Prague High School. In the video, Seifert is seen approaching the student and leading him away from the protest. Seifert then threatened to put the student in a police car, according to student Kenny McDonald, who published a video of the incident, which had 2.5 million views as of Thursday afternoon. Other students held signs that said, Arm our teachers. This violates the First Amendment and makes me sick that they can do whatever they want, McDonald wrote on the Facebook post. The high school said in response to the incident that district policy requires such items to be reviewed by school administrators at least 24 hours in advance. Okay, so it's not free speech. The whole tenet of free speech is to go out there and have the ability to commit civil disobedience and do so without fear of retribution from a government agency. Well, this is a public school, government-controlled school. And they're telling these kids what speech they can and cannot admit, emit. So this idea that you're walking out and saying, well, well, we're exercising our First Amendment rights. Well, if you've got to get approval 24 hours in advance, how free are you actually? And this just goes to show that you know, all these kids are so engaged and they're so civically aware. But, yeah, as long as they hold a certain opinion that fits within the template here. And, again, these kids holding up these signs saying guns don't kill people, people kill people, as well as another sign advocating for arming of teachers, they were just standing there with signs, okay? They weren't trying to trample over or interrupt a a moment of silence by screaming obscenities or anything like that. They were just conveying their own speech. That's beyond the pale. Can't can't have that happen. And there was another uh, incident at Southwest High School in Minneapolis. A A young man by the name only identified himself as Nico, uh, held up a flag with the name Trump on it, just just Trump, apparently showing support for Trump. And some classmates, I think there was about six of them, roughed him up, knocked him down, and uh, the w- WCCO-TV said he walked away with minor injuries. Well, no, actually, he broke his wrist in two places. So minor injuries, yeah, your mileage may vary. It's all relative, I guess. And the school couldn't even guarantee his safety. So, again, so much for free speech. Free speech won't be protected. So, again, this this absolutely reads like something out of 1984, where you're basically conveying one certain message. And not and what's sad about it is these kids are unwittingly asking the government to undermine their Second Amendment rights. And some of these legis- some of the legislation that's being propo- proposed at a national level as well as here locally in Minnesota, and we'll be talking to Rob Dorr, political director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, next segment about that, is how they're also looking to undermine due process by allowing random checks of your home to be sure that your firearm is secured only after, of course, after you register your firearm, because now they're going to they're trying to pass laws to make you register your firearm, and it'll be in a public registry, public database. What could possibly go wrong there, right? When, when when the fact you own a gun is public information. So it, it's it's just scary stuff. And, and you want to talk about some anecdotal evidence. There was a... Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, another Facebook post. I don't want to say the uh, person's name. But uh, it says, Today my children are being trained as leftists, as leftist street protesters by the... I don't want to say the school's name. By the such-and-such such school district... And under school and police protection, complete even with a route neatly marked by orange traffic cones. What the students think is protest and rebellion is sadly the height of conformity and submission. Rather than training in logic and argument, they're learning to display emotion and to signal virtue. I am disgusted by this brazen abuse of taxpayer-funded selective advocacy of political causes and perversion of their educational mission. Poor students have no idea what they're protesting for or that they are being used as pawns in an adult culture war as our freedoms continue to slip away. I I couldn't have said it better myself. Because, again, 
they're talking about, well, you know, these kids are being held up. Oh, look at these kids are civically engaged They're They're out there exercising their First Amendment rights, so long as it's within a pre-approved template. Okay? that That's what's happening here. And, again, to be fair, our good old-fashioned American civics classes being taught in high schools anymore, public high schools anymore? Serious question. I don't know. But if they were, I think these kids would be a lot more wary of uh, what's going on. So um, uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on this one, to, to say the least. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag Narn Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. You work hard to recruit the best talent for your business, so you understand how important benefits are. Today's candidates are looking for more than just insurance and retirement accounts. They want benefits they can use every day and perks that help them achieve that all-important work-life balance. With Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions, you can create the healthy office culture they're looking for, where employees can move more throughout the day, so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. The new Veridesk ProDesk 60 Electric is the perfect way to create your active workspace. It's a commercial-grade electric standing desk that lets you sit or stand with the touch of a button. And it assembles in under five minutes with no need for professional installers or labor costs. The ProDesk 60 Electric ships for free. And thanks to our 30-day guarantee, if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. To learn how you can try the ProDesk 60 Electric in your office, visit veridesk.com radio. That's VARIDesk.com slash radio. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. Light years. Light years away from the color of our brotherhood. Hey, welcome back. I'm 12 Patriot. Light years ahead will be a new solution. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson, closing out this week's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. Thank you, as always, for tuning into the broadcast. The number is 651-289-4488 if you'd like to uh, give us a call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show, hashtag NarnShow. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I alluded a little bit to some uh, legislation flying around at both the national and local levels uh, regarding gun rights. Of course, this is in large part to the response to the uh, shooting that took place at uh, Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, four and a half weeks ago. Uh, there's a lot going on down at the Minnesota State Capitol, and if you feel 
If you see what's going on at the at the U.S. Congress and you feel helpless to make a difference, well, I'll tell you what, you can definitely make a difference at your local level here at the state. And one of those guys who's uh, out there doing yeoman's work on behalf of our Second Amendment rights is Rob Doerr. He is the political director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, check out their fantastic website, gunowners.mn. Rob's on to talk about uh, some of the uh, legislation that's being proposed down at the Capitol and a big event coming up at the end of April that if you uh, believe in the Bill of Rights, forget just your Second Amendment rights, but the Bill of Rights in general, you're going to want to uh, check it out. So as always, we're honored to welcome to the broadcast the aforementioned Rob Doerr. Rob, thanks for joining us today. How are you, sir? Thanks, Brad. Uh, doing great. Uh, just uh, wrapping up here at the big MWCA gun show at the State Fair. Okay, and uh, uh, are people taking advantage of the gun show loophole, Rob Doerr? Do we know? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't want to spread false rumors. I apologize for that. It, it does It does not exist. Okay. We'll see lots of legal, law-abiding citizens participating in legal, lawful transfers here. Okay, and when you said uh, when you said you were manning the gun show, did you uh, did you flex the biceps at the same time, Rob Doerr? Uh, no. <laughs> but, um... Just having fun, just having fun. Well, hey, Rob, yeah. uh, again, we appreciate you uh, joining us. Uh, I've been, uh, and by the way, folks, uh, look up the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus on Facebook. Again, Rob and uh, President Brian Strasser do a fantastic job keeping the website updated with video updates. Uh, Rob, you spent uh, pretty much all week at the Capitol uh, last week. Is your mail being forwarded there yet? Do we know? I mean, uh, <laughs> you are spending a lot of hours down, and we appreciate it too, Rob. Uh, why don't you kind of... Uh, fill us in a little bit of what's going on down there. I know um, you've talked a lot about Linda Slocum's gun-grabbing bill, House File 3022, which you would describe as probably one of the dr- most draconian pieces of legislation that you have ever seen. Uh, uh, what can you give us as far as an update on that uh, particular piece of legislation, Rob Dorr? Yeah, I've been down there for every day of the session. Uh, unfortunately, I, I've been saying that I hate that I have to be down there, but I'm glad that I am. Um, We've got just a, you know, that's just, that's the worst of the worst of the bills, but we've had a couple dozen of pieces of legislation that have been broken off of it that, uh, you know, that they're trying to pass on their own. There's about half a dozen variations of assault weapons bans. Mm. We've had red flag orders, which uh, say that police can come and take your firearms Mm. just based on that accusation. Uh, of domestic violence or danger to self or others, and then you have to go back and prove that you're not a danger. Uh, I, I don't know of any other crime in our in our books where you have to you have to prove that you are not guilty rather than the right. prosecution proving that you are. Um, there's universal background checks, which you know, even the Department of Justice has said is unenforceable without a, a central registry right. of firearms transactions. There's, there's just dozens and dozens of things that, uh, that keep coming up. And what I'm particularly worried about is uh, not necessarily that the bills are going to pass, but they're using this to try to drive a wedge to get them the majorities back in the House and in the Senate. Now, uh, speaking of the Senate, uh, someone that uh, you had, uh, an individual in the Senate who you discussed this past week, uh, uh, Senator Scott Jensen, he's a Republican out of Carver County, and uh, a note was made on the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus Facebook page that he, uh, being a resident of Car- Carver County, strong Second Amendment advocate, actually sought the endorsement of the Minnesota Gun Owners PAC. And obviously, given the survey, given the surveys he answered, uh, you were, he was given provisional high marks simply because he's never had to cast a vote on a bill right. before. But uh, it's kind of some disappointing developments regarding uh, Senator Jensen. Uh, whenever someone teams up with uh, Senator Ron Latz, who I don't know if you know went to Harvard. I don't know if he's mentioned that in the past uh, minute and a half. Uh, yeah, he mentions that from time to time. Okay, well, that's good. we got to cover that. <laughs> uh, whenever someone collaborates with Senator Ron Latz in anything, and if you're a Republican, it makes you a little bit nervous. Why don't you kind of fill us in on that uh, latest development, Rob? Yeah, Dorn. so, you know, you, you framed it nicely there. Uh, Senator Jensen did, in fact, seek our endorsement. He put very, very pro-Second Amendment things in its literature when he was running for office, so he certainly made that a priority to his constituents. I was at an endorsing, his endorsing convention in Carver County in 2016, where he made a fiery plea to defend the Second Amendment. Uh, and he's uh, also, after receiving our endorsement, sent us an email saying that the Second Amendment is more important now than it has been ever. Uh, and now he's taking a position that he has been changed by the shootings that have happened and that he has to do something. 
Unfortunately, as you also pointed out, he has signed on to uh, to Matt Little's bill, which is an exact copy, word for word, verbatim of Ron Latz's bill, which was written by Michael Bloomberg's Every Town for mm. gun safety. Okay. So we effectively have a senator who's signing a Republican senator in one of the most red, you know, pro Republican. He won with seventy one percent of the vote yep. uh, districts in the state, and he is signing on to gun control legislation. Yeah, and and I I did uh, there was a uh, op ed that he put together in the Star Tribune a few days ago, uh, basically saying you know I've disappointed some in the entering the gun safety arena, but I feel inspired too. Uh, you know, no no disrespect to Senator Jensen, I've met him a couple of times, like him personally, but the piece seemed very uh, self aggrandizing, and for the for the reasons you stated, Rob, is the, you know. No, it's it's almost the implication that he has some sort of moral high ground. Well, these shootings that took place in Orlando and and uh, and down in Parkland, Florida, and Las Vegas, and in and Sutherland Springs, you know, I was changed by each one. Well, that's the implication is you know, gun rights people haven't been changed. You know, we understand right. that there's things that need to need to take place, but it seems like there's this adamant refusal to address the breakdowns in these government bureaucracies, which. Uh, you can make a case for each of the shootings that I just listed off were probably more responsible than anything, Rob Dorr. Well, and, and the bills that he's signing on to wouldn't have mattered in any of the, those incidents that mm-hmm. he listed. In every incident that he listed, the, the shooter passed a background check. Right. Uh, so he, he's offering a, 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 a proposed solution, and his reasoning doesn't even and follow. And so I I, I'm, I'm very highly suspect of his motives. I, he's a very, very smart person. Uh, just ask him, he'll tell you. Uh, and I don't understand why he, uh, using things that he knows don't, uh, don't draw the connection. For instance, he quoted me and, uh, and Chris Cox from the NRA as, and you warped our quotes in a way out of context to make it imply that we supported these types of measures. Both the NRA and the Gun Owners Caucus have taken very firm oppositional positions to universal background checks, but he tried to, in his letters, imply that you know, we somehow tangentially support it. So I'm seeing a lot of intellectual dishonesty from somebody who fancies himself an intellectual. Again, we are joined by Rob Dorhey, the political director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Again, follow their Facebook page. Just look up Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus and follow it. Keep updated on all the things that are coming around the pike. And uh, gunowners.mn is their website. Again, fantastic website. You can sign up for updates. Donate to the cause. uh, Become a member of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, like I have uh, just a couple of weeks ago, Rob Dorr, a uh, proud member now. Uh, so uh, That's true, yep. I, I, I'm getting your card ready this week, so you'll have it in the mail shortly. Fantastic. We appreciate it. Well, Rob, I, I alluded to at the outset some big events that are going to be uh, taking place. I kind of teased it a little bit, a big event coming up at the end of April down at the uh, Minnesota State Capitol. Why don't you fill us in a little bit yeah, um, so- on that and who's going to be there and all that good stuff? So your, your politically astute uh, listeners will know that the final committee deadline is April 20th. And so the week after that is when they start crafting the omnibus bills. Uh, and that's where things can really get sticky because anything that was heard you know, in, uh, in either chamber can sneak its way in. Mm. So we, we know that there's been some language heard in the House. Uh, it may find its way into an omnibus bill. So what we wanted to do is we partnered up with our friends at the NRA, with the MNGOP, with the Republican National Committee, uh, to do a big rally. This is going to be huge. Uh, on April 28th from 12 to 2, Saturday, April 28th from 12 to 2. And the reason why is as they're crafting those omnibus bills, as we move into May, which is you know, where the session ends, we want to make sure that we have a strong showing going into the finish line to just make sure that our allies know that we're there for them, that uh, we're supporting them, and that the antis know that there is firm opposition to all of the measures that they're trying to put forward. Yeah, that's Saturday, April 28th, down at the Minnesota State Capitol, noon to 2 p.m. And, folks, I, you know, I know uh, time is precious with families. You're working hard all week, and then, you know, weekends you like to have with your families. But, folks, come on out. I know you can spare a couple of hours. I mean, if a guy like Rob Dorr, who's got a, who's got a family himself and a full-time job, is down at the Capitol every single day, I think we could spare a couple hours on a Saturday. And, yes, I am shaming my listeners into uh, coming on down on Saturday, April 28th. Uh, Rob, we do have a, a couple of minutes left to go. 
if people want to get uh, more involved, uh, I'm assuming they can just sign up for email blast via your website, follow your Facebook page. Yeah, That's probably yeah, the best methods. Few, yeah, there's a few things that you can do to get involved. Uh, the easiest is, yeah, is to go to our website, fill out the contact form there, and you can sign up for our email alerts. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. Uh, if you just look up Gunners Caucus, C-A-U-C-U-S, um, then uh, you can find us there on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, but if you really wanted to step up and get into the fight, uh, we need members. Uh, every mem- every time we have a member, that's another person we can claim as a as a strong supporter. Uh, if, if if you're a member of the NRA, NRA fights uh, you know, vastly at the national level. The Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus will 100% focus on Minnesota, and I'll tell you that's where Michael Bloomberg has shifted his attention. Uh, they know that they're they're going to hit roadblocks at the national level, so they're trying to get in at the local uh, and statewide levels. And just a, a, an example of that is uh, we spent about forty five thousand uh, dollars in the last election cycle. The NRA spent about fifteen thousand dollars, so sixty thousand combined. Michael Bloomberg's every town spent over one million dollars uh, mm. trying to influence these elections. Wow! So we need members, we need resources, we need donations to be able to ca- to keep up the pressure. Once again, folks, check out the website, gunowners.mn, and look up Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus on Facebook. You can find them on uh, Twitter as well, all over social media. Very, a lot of important things going on. And, uh, you know, uh, Rob, I know that uh, this fight is a, is vigilant. Uh, that's part of maintaining our civil liberties is to be ever vigilant. And I know you've made the comment before that uh, we seem to uh, play a lot better on defense than we do on offense, but nevertheless, that had to certainly uh, uh, kind of uh, be uh, warming to you to see everybody respond to the request to get down to the Capitol once uh, HF 3022, the Linda Slocum bill, <laughs> dropped. Uh, uh, people are staying engaged in the fight despite the fact that uh, we're on the defensive now more than ever when you see people who have been considered allies in the past all of a sudden starting to see uh, to get cold feet. Well, and, and that's a great point, too. Is we, last year, we introduced um, Stand Your Ground and Constitutional Carry, working with Representative Jim Nash. And those are bills that pro-gun people love, but they didn't get very excited about it. And, when, and what happens is when we're not pushing for on the offense, they get emboldened and introduce things like this on the defense, and they play these rules games. So, uh, and, and then gun owners really start to get engaged. So I, I would just challenge everybody to, as as, as much as getting on the defense makes your blood boil, uh, when just because all's quiet on the Western Front doesn't mean that you can go home and take a nap. We need you guys to, to fight and, and push the, move the ball down the field as well. Once again, we're joined by Rob Dorr, the political director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, uh, keeping us abreast of everything that's going on uh, down at the Capitol. Again, follow the Facebook page. You get a lot of fantastic uh, video updates from Rob, typically right there. Uh, at the uh, at the Capitol. Rob, appreciate your time today. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, everybody. Gunowners.mn. Join today. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Picture yourself unemployed for 20, maybe even 30 years. That's what retirement can look like, 20 or 30 years with no paycheck. Consider this. There are over 2,000 rules that govern Social Security. There are hundreds of ways to file for it. It's not surprising so many Americans may be getting less Social Security than they've earned. Will you get the most out of your Social Security benefits? Call Sheila Franks at Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors. Sheila and her team will use time-tested methods to help you maximize your Social Security benefit. Get the Social Security benefit you have earned. 763-545-5555. That's 763-545-5555. Sheila and the team at Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors, 763-545-5555. Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered through Global Financial Private Capital, LLC, not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. 
In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Welcome back in, COVID Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, I want to get to some big-time Patriot events that are coming up real soon here. Oh, by the way, it's me, Brad Carlson, the closer, Northern Alliance Radio Network, in case you didn't figure that out. <laughs> AM1280, the Patriot, is bringing Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher to town Sunday, April 29th. Yes, it's overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher. Get your tickets now. General admission starts at $20. VIP dinner tickets for $99. And site with Hugh and Mike for just $199. And oh, by the way, the rumor is true. There is a Narn Show table. Yes, the Northern Alliance Radio Network hosts Mitch Berg, King Banyan, and hey, me, Brad Carlson. We're going to be sitting at a table where there are going to be seven spots available for you, our listeners. I believe those tickets go for $129. So go to am1280thepatriot.com today. Click on the banner for the event and get your tickets now because, as all Patriot events typically do, these sell out, and they sell out in a hurry. I mean, I can't I can't bring it up enough, the uh, fantastic event we had with Larry Elder back in October I mean, it was thought of like early September, and six weeks later, boom, we're having the event, and it was completely sold out. I mean, we, our folks here at uh, Salem Media Group, Twin Cities, yeah, they can put an event together. So you don't want to miss this. Again, check it out. Overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the banner promoting the event. Again, it's Sunday, April 29th. It's going to be taking place at the Marriott Minneapolis Southwest down in Minnetonka. You won't want to miss it. And, oh, by the way, have you been hearing the commercials here on AM 1280, The Patriot? Uh, the Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. That's gonna, The Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise is going to be taking place August 11th through the 18th. Hosts Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and Hugh Hewitt, and special guest Mike Lindell. Yes, the Mike Lindell of my pillow fame. They're all going to be there at the uh, the Patriot Talkers uh I guess the official the official title of it is the uh, Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Yeah, you're going to want to check that out again. You can go to am1280thepatriot.com for more details. I don't care that it's mid-August. Is there ever a bad time to go on a cruise to Hawaii? I don't think so. So be sure to check that out as well. A lot of fantastic events, a lot of fantastic opportunities for our listeners to uh, kind of hobnob with some of the uh, big stars here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And, oh, by the way, have you had an opportunity to listen on FM yet? Yeah, FM 107.5. I happened to be in Plymouth on Tuesday evening, and I was driving up uh, home north to 169, so I was able to tune in 107.5 for a little bit. And then as I got further north, it, uh, it, it kind of faded a little bit. But if you're in downtown Minneapolis and the West Metro, and you happen to be in your car, definitely check out 107.5. Yeah, we still do good old-fashioned radio as well. And uh, hearing all your favorite hosts in FM, it's as good as it gets right there. So plenty of fantastic stuff going on here at AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, there's one thing that I had forgot to mention, and uh, Christine is a listener. She made a good point uh, via Twitter 
Uh, what is the count of the death slash injury from kids texting while driving? Uh, gun ban kids suggesting taking their phones and cars too? And that's an excellent point, and I forgot that to bring that up. I appreciate you reminding me of that, Christine. Yeah, the stat I saw was about 11 kids per day, 11 teens per day, die as a result of texting and driving, whether they're texting and driving themselves or they're a passenger in a car where the driver is texting and driving. And I bring that up because there was, uh, I believe it was the Capitol Hill lawn where there were 7,000 pairs of shoes placed on the lawn. And this signified the number of kids who died as a result of a gun death since Newtown. Remember Sandy Hook uh, Elementary School, the awful shooting that took place there where youngsters, as I think young as six, were shot and killed by a crazed lunatic gunman. And they estimate that since then, 7,000 kids have died at the hand of a gun. Now, I don't know the context of that. It's certainly not just school shootings alone. There's obviously been gun homicides outside of school. They're, they probably are putting suicides into that statistic, whatever. But that's way too many. I don't care how you spin it. To try to spin that is absurd, and I'm not going to spin it. 7,000 kids dying at the hands of a gun, it, it's, it's, it's awful. It's heartbreaking. But again, you're blaming an inanimate object. Mitch Berg says on, this very, on these very airwaves countless times, and he's spot on, is notice how the gun grabbers never mention the perp. Never, It's almost as if the perpetrator escapes culpability in this. All right? But put that aside. 7,000 kids have died in gun deaths since Newtown in December of 2012. So that's five and a half years. If an average of 11 teens die per day as a result of texting and driving, well, since... That same time frame, and I did the math, December 2012, that's over 20,000. So three times, three times the number of young people have died as a result of texting and driving. I would think if you're going to walk out and protest anything, is to try to convey to your fellow students, hey, when you get in your car, turn the cell phone off, put it away, don't touch it until you're home or you go to your destination, put your car in park, and then take your... Check your cell phone. Okay? That, because you are literally talking about a situation where more lives are lost. Texting and driving as opposed to kids killed gun violence. Just something to think about. So I wondered that, too, of the thousands of kids that walked out of class last Wednesday. How many of those kids text and drive, I wonder? Because they're putting themselves in harm's way a heck of a lot more than they are just showing up to school. Just saying. M1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Folks, I've enjoyed it as always. Look forward to talking to you soon. I'm out next week. Mitch Bergen for me. See you April 1st. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. Culinary fun in the Twin Cities is what that cooking school is all about. This family-owned business in St. Paul is not your typical cooking experience. That cooking school offers corporate team building, culinary inferno challenges, and even ingredient-themed personality assessments. The moment I walked into the door, we were greeted by the owners. They had appetizers ready for us. I would recommend That Cooking School. Overall, it's just all about having fun. That Cooking School gives you and your organization a personalized and customizable experience that is anything but cookie cutter. This is fun for the whole family and makes a great company event that promises more than a typical team building exercise. It's team building, but it's not boring. It's not trust falls. It's not some sort of weekend retreat to a hotel. It's very natural. It's just fun. To check out That Cooking School, visit thatcook.com. When you mention The Patriot, you'll receive a free appetizer when you book your first event. Visit thatcook.com. Meanwhile, a quick word from Relief Factor. Amy from Colorado wrote in, I've had a great reduction in stiffness and pain. I'm basically pain-free as long as I take Relief Factor consistently. It worked right away. Troy from Indiana wrote in, I began working out several months ago and ran a 5K shortly after that. My knees swelled and stiffened up, limiting my activity. I started taking Relief Factor, and my knees have improved greatly. Relief Factor works and with no side effects. It's just nineteen ninety-five for a quick start. And 80% of the people who get a quick start uh, end up getting more of it. Because Relief Factor works. No side effects, no chemicals, no prescription drugs, just good healthy stuff that helps your body mobilize its natural healing abilities. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. 
95 cents a day, less than a cup of coffee a day. Or you can call them toll-free at 800-500-8384. These days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. At Tradeway, we teach you to start a family business by trading stocks. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Coming to the Sheraton St. Paul Woodbury, April 13th and 14th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is W. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 